Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. This is the Some Sort of Gaming Podcast. Today is October 11th, 2020. My God, this year went by very horrendously and it's almost over. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Resident Zen 3 was announced. Resident Evil Origin Story Movie Reboot was also announced. And Call of Duty Modern Warfare is officially bigger than some solid state drives. I'm talking about the people with 240 gig solid state drives. <laughs> Anyways, before we get started with the news, Zeldrick, you're the only one here with me. Uh, What's going on with you this past week? Yeah, we're all alone today, but it's okay. I can fill up the, the other two spots. Um, <laughs> I, uh, this week has been, um, it's been actually a little bit more eventful. Uh, I did uh, finish Resident Evil 4 this week and started on Resident Evil 7. And I don't know why I thought it would be on Resident Evil 4 longer than I, um, than expected, but all those games are short. Um, and uh, besides that, the other uh, I did have some time with Final Fantasy 14. Um, we did one farm party on, uh, Saturday, yesterday, um, there was nobody that was gathering, so I, it, I ended up canceling it, and then we just, like, I, I ran a couple of dungeons with a friend, and that was it, but I was, uh, trying to recover from, weirdly enough, uh, I got hurt while sleeping, <laughs> but, uh, it's actually not that weird, because, like, um, just like it, this is this goes for everybody. If you lay flat on your ear, um, all that pressure on your ear, it ends up hurting everything. So, um, but I'm glad that I didn't do anything on Saturday, any Final Fantasy 14 stuff because, and I and that I canceled the stream because I needed to work on stuff and um, work on coursework and and then subsequently uh, had to recover from that. But uh, as far as for Resident Evil Four goes. Um, I, uh, I saw why people like it, but I also saw the downfall of the Resident Evil series with that one game, um, to put it like all bundled up as far as for like as few words as possible. It was fun, but not an experience. Um, it had all those actiony parts, uh, treasure hunting was kind of a weird thing, um, which you know, it added on to, they put it on to five, and so, because everybody liked four, they did the same thing with five. Um, so, it had the same kind of, like, weird dialogue and weird uh, scripting and stuff, but I mainly wanted to play it because I wanted to see why the Resident Evil series, like, where it's going and stuff. Um, because I know the plot of five, and there's some things that are said during... It, or something, something said and done in five that kind of like move the story forward. And then, um, when I asked, I asked this of like maybe a dozen people, do I have to play six to get the story of seven? And everybody said no. And I was like, great, I don't have to play that horrendous train wreck. So, um, I, uh, I'll, I'll probably like watch the short playthroughs of, um, Resident Evil six to see like exactly what happened but i think i've only already seen one whole playthrough um so 
so yeah, Resident Evil 4 is fun. Um and I I got every treasure in that except for one. Um and that was all the way, all the way back in the beginning of the game. So, uh, and then I watched the Ada Wong mission because I was, the other thing, like, because of all the story and stuff, and Resident Evil 4 has no input as far as for the overarching plot, like, with Umbrella and the, and the entire world, um, so I watched the Ada Wong missions on YouTube, and turns out, yeah, that would have taken a lot longer than the payout for as much, like, plot as there was, um, and so then I started Resident Evil 7, and my god, do I love that game. That is a game that, like, it, I I got, there. I was tensed up and scared the entire time, just anxiety. Are you playing it in VR? No, I don't have it on PS4, um, and I don't have a PSVR. And I don't want to mod it for the PC, because when I, uh, I, I heard from somebody else who, um, who told me about the v, the modded VR PC version, and they're like, it it's so jank and it sucks, um, and you can tell that it's not meant that they didn't like it's not it's not the full production uh, quality on the like the modded PC VR version, um, but when you ex- from when I watched somebody else, I watched a couple people, but I wa- mainly watched um, Maximilian to do. Um, uh, the VR version, uh, like the bits and pieces. Like I saw like a couple parts from that and I didn't watch the rest of it um, because I want to know how the VR plays out. And you can totally tell that on PSVR, it was made for PSVR. Like they actually put the work and effort into it, which is such a shame because they could have easily done the same thing on the PC version. And Would you have wanted to play it on VR? Oh God, like I... So I said this about a couple hours in. I'm so glad that I'm not playing in VR. <laughs> okay, because my friends played it in VR, and after two hours, they're like, "Okay, this is too scary." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's one of those games of like, after I play it, for, like play the whole game in one run, looking at a screen, then I'll do it in VR if I had the means to. Otherwise, like. Just as a first playthrough, no, no way, could not do that as a first playthrough. You can playthrough. tell because of that how how like the, the angles of all the cameras and all that, right? When you're playing it on PC, you're like saying, "Yeah, this is totally meant for VR." Like you know, when the when the time when the uh, when your wife was it your wife, Beyonce, yes. or yeah, was trying to stab at you. Is that at this weird awkward angle? Yeah, when you're looking at it on screen. So um, that was actually a weird thing that I noticed in the very beginning of the game. Um. And like, cause it, I, I think for like the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes of the game, it's like, it's not spoiler territory, but like it, you find, you find her, but the camera, the, the look or the, uh, when you're playing it, um, on a screen, not in VR, the way the camera works in that cutscene, it doesn't break away like outside of like first person view for this, but the camera is like locked directly on her face and it's kind of moving with her face as she's moving around and like looking at you and a a little bit around the room and it looks very awkward um so i think that's kind of like where i see that the vr version would be better for that scene um the other thing is that from what i learned is uh you can't increase the fov past 90 so that's another reason why it was one of those like hey this is meant 
for the PSVR, all that stuff. Because um, if you try to bump it, if you try to mod it and bump it past 90 degrees, the game crashes. It doesn't boot. Um, so um, so there, there's design reasons as to why they made the game that way and stuff. But that game is great. Like, that's... It's exactly the Resident Evil experience that I wanted, and I, like more of along my my lines of like a horror game. Because while the entire thing is first person, and you could be running away at some parts or whatever, you still have like a weapon or two to kind of defend yourself and whack at somebody with or whatever. Um, unlike Amnesia or some shit where like you can't do anything. Um. So that's the great. shooting mechanic is kind of weird too, don't you think? Yeah, it is a little bit weird. Um, it's very it well, it's it's a hundred percent different than how Resident Evil Four was, and I'm glad that I played. I started Seven right after Four because, like, it's just a a much different take on like horror and stuff. But the shooting, it is very weird because it's very. I shouldn't say weird. It it's a very different because. When you are holding the gun, you have like an open reticle, but then you you go to aim down sights or zoom in, and it closes in, and you shoot one, and then it spreads out again. So you can't like take multiple like pinpoint shots. So you have to you have to shoot slower. Um, but the other thing about like getting used to was the guarding. And I fucked that up like several times before I actually got the flow of it all. Um, so yeah, like I, I think with that one, you could definitely play one, two, and three, even like two remake and three remake because that's how I played these games, and then jump to seven, and you could still kind of like pretty much get what's going on. I would say for like maybe the first like few hours, four hours of the game, I don't even think I'm like three hours in like, or I'm not that far in actually. I'm st I'm still relatively close to the beginning, uh, but you can get the gist of the quirks and the different things that are going on. Um, so I think the best way to put it is that this is a game that is more of an introduction than rather than a continuation. It's like a, it's an introduction to get to the continuation of the overarching story, I believe. That's how I'm finding it so far, so I'm really excited to play that again. Uh I guess lastly the um I it, not game related but uh sort of stream related but also like more room related to, uh, to with all that, um, I got a new light, but, um, it's a smart LED color light, uh, so I, I replaced the, um, the camera light that I have, I say camera light, but it's a photo shoot light, it's one of those box lights, um, and, uh, for anybody else, like, that doesn't know, I was using a box light for, um, my streams when it's nighttime and I have the webcam on, uh and the box light is really really bright and the way that i was diffusing that more than what the diffuser like it came with was by putting it directly behind my my main monitor 
and so it blocks all of the like direct light and so i got the the light that comes out from uh, behind and around my monitor uh however it created for some like weird awkward like sort of shadowing plus direct lighting at the same time so you could totally tell that there was a shadow on me but i had to uh change the height of my monitor so that it didn't look all totally weird um so i'm finally not using that anymore and i got a uh and a, a smart light with a um and i got a, a standing lamp and my god like that is already the solution to everything and it's not even a light that i'm putting it directly on me i have the light next to my desk and i'm pointing it upwards and towards the wall um into the corner of like where my desk is and it fills pretty much the entire room and then on my camera for what you see like it it lights me up perfectly it gives all of that light plus like i now have like a it's a color light too so i can change the colors and it's actually part of the main reason why my stream on friday was so late was because I was waiting for Amazon to drop it off and it they dropped it off at like 9 p.m. Fucking sucked. But anyways, um it's color. I can bring the lights down, make it more of like my spooky month and stuff. Um but also like I'm trying to go for a lot more color on my room and all the colored lights. Uh the um but uh I just had a thought and I totally I, I went on rambling and I totally forgot. But no, this was like the solution to uh to everything and i'm so glad oh that's what it was um and also it's a the 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 light that i got is called a yi light y-e-e light um it's from a chinese company called xiaomi and it's the i not i can't say like the cheaper alternative because while i could say alternative and it may have a negative connotation to it it's actually not it's just the like it's the same thing as like the Philips Hue or the LifeX like bulbs and stuff, um, but it was cheaper. I got it for like thirty two bucks, and uh, and I can actually this is one of those lights that I could hook up to to the streams and I'll do it eventually. So that way, like people can trigger like different light effects and stuff, or maybe if an alert happens and like the the light does something different. So um, I'm looking to toy with that. So stick with that. Are soon. you going to use something like? Zappy or, or if this and that? Uh, I have an if this and that account. Um, there is a there's a program that's called Lumia Light or Lumina Light or something like that that directly hooks up to like Twitch and stuff. And that's how that's the only way that I know about um, having Twitch chat or channel points affect the, the light bulb. So I'm not really sure um what other avenues there are that's like the first option that i found out um so we'll uh, i'll look more into that um and also with like if this then that because i know that's like something that you can use to like control a whole bunch of your smart uh your smart lights and and everything like that but i don't know the full functionality of if this then that so i'll have to Did you hear what happened with the this and that no i didn't Okay, so what what happened was uh, now you're only up allowed up to three on a free account. Before it was like, oh, you can have unlimited for free, and then now you're limited to three, um, three modules. Oh, that's ass. Okay, well, luckily the um the Yi light is 
well, okay, I don't know about um the other the like the strip lights that I have on my desk and on my door. Um because those are those are uh used by a program called Magic Home and they're called like the Next Lux lights or whatever the fuck. I I with, with these uh, LED strips, they're like it's not that they're cheap, but they were a cheap price and you got to go through like what seems like a homebrew version of like doing all this stuff. It all works and it was very simple to use, but it just all of it does not look official. Um, so, uh, that's actually, that, that really sucks that if this, then that probably because they were getting a lot of service and they were like, okay, we actually need to get money. <laughs> um, that's such a, silicon valley thing to do is like saying here's something for free and then it's like years later okay we're gonna charge you guys now i wonder how that worked with everybody that had a shit ton of devices connected to them is it because like uh sometimes yeah, like, a lot of people are complaining about that because now they have to pay right well i mean if something's free and then they're told hey now you have to pay for it of course people are gonna complain um and then just move away and look for a free alternative Unless the if this and that tool is extremely powerful, so it's it's not. Uh, there, it's very manual. I think Zapier is probably like the best one, but it's also pretty expensive. Mm. I love Zapier. Like I've used it. I've used it before, and then I sometimes use it now for some things. But it, it's very easy to use Zapier, and it's very very like it. It's really cool what you can do with Zapier. Hmm. Well, I, I haven't heard of Zapier, but I'll look into it. I mean, at, at the moment for, for my smart light stuff, like the bulb and like the LED strips that I have, like I have two separate apps for them, but then I have them all centralized controlled with Google home. So like, I don't really need any more tools in that, especially since like I have the strips and the bulb like on a timer in a specific time that I want. And then if I wanted to say change one of them, I call the Google my my Nest and then talk to or say to like a or direct a command to a specific light and it just does it for me. So I'm not really looking for much else, but with Zapier or if this then that, if there's just more control or something like that, then I'll probably like look into it once I have maybe more of my own place that has a bunch of these smart light stuff. Um, probably at a later date for that. Uh, but anyways, um, on to more video games. What about you? What did you do this week? Oh, I did a lot this week. Um, so I played Valorant again after a whole month of not playing it, and it's still hard, but it's also <laughs> hella fun. Um, did, did it go also, through any updates? Uh, yeah, there, there was there was an update. Like you know, my my gun, the the operator or what we call the op, is more expensive now. Uh, which one was the operator? Uh, it's the sniper rifle, oh, the okay. one hit kill sniper rifle. Yeah, so that 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 became more expensive by five hundred, which is like more than half your mo- max money now. Um, I also played Civ Six. A cloud multiplayer with my friends so it's like a, a asynchronization where you can just log in at any time when it's your turn okay so like yeah. how how 
is that going through like a, or is does it take a long time to do? Well, no, not really, because the reason why we're doing that is because we don't want the save file to be in anybody's computer and it's like saying, oh, please boot up your game so we can actually, like, I can go to my turn. It's like, it's all done in Sid uh, or Fraxes or or which whatever servers, uh, like, the in-game, it's an in-game feature, so, like, it's mm -hmm. done on the cloud. So it's like, when it's your turn, like, do it. Or so you just go in there and do it. So this is going to probably be, like, a, a few years long game. Okay, so it's actually yeah. like a game of risk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're probably going to have to spend a few years finishing up this one game of Civ 6. Just in time for the next civilization. Yeah. Anyways, um, and I continued playing Republic. I finished episode one and episode two. I'm in the midway, or I wouldn't say midway, but before, like around maybe 20 or 30% through the episode three. And yeah, that game deals with a lot of fascism. It's very interesting how how they deal with it. Like they they reference a lot of real life books too. Uh, which like books? Animal Farm and you know <laughs> anything from like Orwell. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Animal Farm from the from the hip uh, book. That's almost a game now. Yeah, like they 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 talk. Yeah, like. Let's see, what, what else was there? Like, the Brave New World. Okay. Like, they have that in the, in, in the game. And, yeah, they, they talk about a lot of real life. Well, oh, the Scarlet Letter. Like, they have that in the, in the game, too. The Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah. So, they, like, I was, like, saying, hey, I like that. That's, like, the one book that I actually liked, The Catcher in the Rye. I was, like... And then they, they, they say, like, all of this, all these books are poisoning, like, people's minds, so let's burn it and stuff like that, like, these fascist people. And then, like, you're trying to just escape from the place, but then you find all these books. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you find all these games, like, all these indie games that's on Steam. And it's just, like, it's, like, like Super Hexagon or, like, what do you call it? What was that one game where it, it's, uh, it, where you play with streamers, uh, or the streamers play with the viewers that's that's a, like a puzzle game i forgot what it was called it came out a few years ago like they have that they have like 10 million or something or was it called like 10 million like that yeah, there, puzzle game yeah. yeah there was a there was one that was called 10 million um the, the 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 puzzle game that streamers play with their audience i don't know that one because really the only one because that... i think you play it in first like the the streamer plays it in first person and then the audience like you know they type something in and then like it happens on screen i have no idea about this one because like the only th the only things that are coming to mind now is uh keep topic keep talking and nobody explodes but like the chat doesn't do anything so i don't know yeah well anyways um yeah there, there was a lot of that and yeah, it, it still feels like a game that's meant to be played on the phone, even though like the PC controls are like really well done in the in the controller. It's just like how how it was designed. It's how it was designed because you're looking at it through a camera, and then the way how sh she talks to you is like you know a phone conversation. Okay. Yeah, and. What's interesting is that they got really, it's a Kickstarter game and they got really big voice actors like Jennifer Hale and David Hayter. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, because this was a it was a phone game first, and then they put it onto PC. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's it's I think it's wild because like th- this is a indie game that became just became more popular as time went on. I don't or, know. Like I got the game for free on a fanatical. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, I might as well try this game out. And then I was like saying, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. It's an episodic game, five episodes. Yeah, so I might continue playing that. I also played Baldur's Gate 3. And I gotta say, that game's really well done. Except there are some things that I wish that you can do that, you know, that you can't do. Uh, or that things that you can do in you know, normal D&D that you can't, uh, that seems to not be able to do in, you know, the game. Well, it makes sense because you can, uh, you know, you can only make the game do so much. Um, well, before you say anything else, what character did you make? Oh, I made a human male rogue that's a noble. <laughs> a the noble most rogue. boring character you could ever make. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, oh, but well, yeah, I, I want to ask though, like, why that? Uh, I don't know. I guess I just wanted like a more vanilla experience. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, not only that, like the game's also really buggy too at times. Like there was like, I'm at I'm at this part where, um. Well, it it's not like it's preventing me from continuing on because it's like a side thing that I saw where there's a guy that's patrolling around this table and then there's a chair there and then the guy just keeps going getting on and getting off the chair like it's like jump skipping him like like on and off the chair. Okay. And then you just keep hearing hut 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 <laughs> like all over over and over and over again because he's like getting off the chair every every time and then like after maybe like two minutes like he will start continue patrolling around this table hmm. yeah but it's all it, and we tr- me and my friends we tried multiplayer and my god that has some serious syncing issues um and we had a hard time like it was working fine at first and then un- until we got to this one part where we um we were we, we were trying to uh we were in a fight and like the host will see everything instantly. Like I wasn't playing as the host, my one of my friends were, and my other friend desynced and what do you call it? He will execute a command. And I saw I saw the command happen, and my and my other friend who's the host saw the command happen, but the player didn't see the action happen. He was just waiting as if like there was like a network lag of his own action to work. Got it. Right? And then, like, we, since we saw it, like, the computer thinks, oh, okay, now it's our turn, right? Like, and then, like, we take our turns. And then this whole time, like, like my other friend that's kind of, that's desynced would wait, like, for, for the animation to happen. And he's, like, saying, oh, I just saw my spell get casted. And then, like, and then he'll see me die from something. And he's, like, and then, or, no, I'll die from something. And, you know, the host will also see me die from something. And then, like, he's, like, saying, oh, shoot, I'm dead. And then he'll say, like, I, I'm, I'm, I don't see that yet. And then, like, <laughs> by the time he'll be, like, he's, like, saying, oh, I just saw him die. <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, like, five minutes later. 
and we were like laughing because how how far back he was on his turns and then we have to like wait for his turn so we have to wait another five minutes for his turn to show up it's really it's really weird and then like it it kind of ruins the experience but it was also like we try to make it as fun as possible well we didn't really try we just thought it was really funny uh and hopefully it getting ironed out because this is an early access yeah but overall, like the single player and all that, it's really well done. It, it, I, I, unfortunately, like when you when they say like when when it's full release, our save file is not gonna get transferred over. I I would assume that since like it, it isn't like the official release or like the one point is supposed to be like next year. <laughs> yeah, like after the first quarter of next year. Is it? Oh, I don't know. I thought so. Like I thought it was like past march or something i'm not sure like i i just know that like we're, it's we're not gonna yeah, be it's gonna definitely be later than march yeah were there any other games uh i also played genshin impact uh what adventure rank are you like six seven oh, okay yeah i i did i did the 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 lightning witch one last I still have not touched any uh, touched that game again. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but like, yeah, I and, I, and I gotta say, I was like saying, dude, this game looks really good. <laughs> no, I I totally agree. Like I've seen uh, I, uh, some streams like for a few minutes here and there, um, and it's just it still looks really good, and it, it's like very pleasant to look at, and it's I don't know, it's just nice. Um, yeah, the most that I did with Genshin Impacts is that like. Um, because I had a bunch of like Google Play uh credits stored up. Um, I was like, all right, whatever. Let me tr let me see about doing like a, a gotcha roll, like a ten roll, and I did. And all I got was weapons, but I got a few really good weapons, so that's all right. Yeah. That yeah, that game. It it feel like I can see how this game is going to start draining people's money. <laughs> No, actually, that is a news topic. That is a news topic oh, for this week, it? actually. Yeah, no, okay. I'll, I'll let you know. Um, but, like, if, unless you have anything else to say, like, we can jump right no, into that. No, not, uh, well, no, I still got one more game. Okay. I also played Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so this is my second week ever playing it, and then, like, because I got friends that has it. And I gotta say, the flying, I'm actually getting better at it. Okay, that, that's yeah, pretty be, cool. But like, I realized, like, w what what my biggest issue was was controlling the throttle. Okay. Right? Like, because... um, Because to turn quickly, you need to have the throttle at 50%. If you're fully stopped or if you're at max speed, like, your turns are, like, not as good. Okay. So you want, the thr uh, you want your speed to be at pretty much 50%. So, like, now, I, now I'm, like, getting the hang of, like, controlling that. And, yeah, it, I was, like, saying, dude, I didn't die for, uh, and I got nine kills, you know? It's, like, it, it, it's really nice. And then I gotta say, playing as the A-Wing is, 
A-Wing, it might die really quickly, but my god, it moves really quickly, it's very nimble, and it does a lot of damage, so it's like, it, it's, it makes it, it makes the, it makes killing and all that really fun. Mm. Before I was just playing a bunch of Y-Wings, and it's slow, it has a lot of armor, but my god, aiming and running away from things is really hard. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, that's all I did. I, um... I had somebody in my chat tell me, um, talk to me about, um, Squadrons, uh, and, like, the VR for it, because, um, I, that was the one thing that I was wondering about with Squadrons, was how is the VR and how do you feel while playing it? Um, oh, I heard that's an experience. I feel like that's what this game was designed for. It's, yeah, exactly. It was an experience, and to them, it was, like, they didn't get sick, they didn't feel off, they didn't, like, nothing. Like, it just felt so natural to play the game in VR. Um and doing like multiplayer in VR was a total experience too. So um how much uh it's forty dollars, right? Yeah. Okay. I got it for thirty. Because the Epic store I had a coupon. Gotcha. Okay. Um I it sucks that like it's not getting any post game content. It's it'll get like balance updates or fixes or whatever but there's no content like after the initial release which kind of bums me out but yeah um hopefully and maybe the, that one tournament that they're gonna have maybe yeah but i'm hoping that like the multiplayer community like stays strong for a while so that way i can have a jab at it or maybe like maybe the single player is good and fulfilling hopefully yeah. it's worth the single player yeah i played a little bit of the single player too and it's pretty good it teaches you a lot about flying uh flying the your ship okay but yeah that is all i did well when i say all i did that's a lot <laughs> it, yeah yeah a full week uh yeah before yeah since the other two night here it, this is this was pretty quick to get to, get to this point. But before, before we continue, please like, share, and subscribe to our podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and follow us on Twitter, too. We'll post some highlights, 15-second highlights. I'm, I might make an Instagram, too. I'm, I'm not sure about that yet. It's too many things to manage. But off with... Off with what's going on in the world today in the gaming industry. You said something about... For, uh, right. yeah, Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact, yeah. Yeah, so, um... Do you recall when this game released? Uh, a few weeks ago? So, it hit 17 million downloads. And... So, this number, or the way that it's phrased... It, I don't like how this is phrased because it says could score $100 million in revenue by the end of October. Um, but it's from a different article that I read, it's already paid its budget for making this game. So they're well, they're, like this is a success. This is a huge fucking success. Um, yeah. It's also known as the biggest uh, or it's known as the first successful game Chinese game that's done internationally outside of China. Exactly. Uh, it while this game is a huge success, it's stupid that the worst part about it is actually the gotcha rules <laughs> because um, the uh, 
it's it's the probability thing. It's all lottery, all that stuff, and the fact that the lottery is so worse in your favor of getting new stuff. I mean, as far as for like per dollar or something, um, it it really sucks. But people are dumping a lot of money into this, and I don't know if this is true because you can only take uh subscription um messages so far when i was watching somebody stream genshin impact they were like yeah i spent like a little bit over a thousand dollars on this game and i really love it like what do you think or like whatever the rest of the message was i was like you already spent a grand on this game what the fuck (laughs) how like how could you spend that much money on this um but oh please don't give other companies some ideas you you know what it doesn't matter they already have ideas not because of this game EA already has their fucking loot box ideas, and so does Blizzard. And you don't. This game is not gonna like give ideas. Um. But uh, as far as for like the worry about like this gotcha system or like how much it's like not in your favor for all these roles or whatever. The other thing, the flip side about this is don't worry about how much you're spending or whatever because there's a lot of like for the entire um quest line and the side stuff all the achievements um all that stuff they all reward you with like in-game currency um and so with doing all of the extra i say extracurricular stuff all the like non-essential stuff to like the the main quest line you are rewarded with like sometimes premium currency and it goes a long way because you're able to pull a lot just from all of that, d- like doing all that stuff, uncovering more, more of the map, unlocking um, more of the waypoints and just exploring and stuff. So um, you don't need to worry about like, oh, I, like I'm going to have to spend like $100 before I get some get a good role before I get the character that I want. Nah, like just play the game. Play it for free, enjoy it at your own pace. You'll eventually get your characters. So which is usually how I play like the like phone games. I never spend a dime on anything on any of them. This was like the one time where I was like, I can see myself playing this a little bit more in the future. And because that I have money that I never spent on the like that I have on my account, let me just like pretty much make a free ten dollar, thirteen dollar roll. And I did. And I got I I, I think the weapons I got were pretty decent for like the very beginning of the game um yeah i do have one complaint about that game though is the the (laughs) y-axis uh what what about the y-axis so like you can turn left and right on the x-axis really easily right but when you're trying to look up and down yeah when you look trying to look up and down my god you have to like really (laughs) scroll up and down Mm mm-hmm like it takes a lot. It, it it takes effort to look up and down. Isn't there a um? I think that actually I've heard some complaints about like a bunch of the menu items and the way that things are phrased. But um, considering how much money and how much popularity this game has gotten, um, they they have to be looking into like uh translation fixes and uh you know quality of life stuff. Like that yeah. sort of thing. Also, yeah, the mouse wheel uh, in the menus, it takes effort to go down. So I'm like saying, you know what? Screw the mouse wheel. I have to, <laughs> I have to like drag the the thing down just so I can get down. Mm-hmm. 
I, I do will compliment them not being all up in your face about the gotcha system. I see that's the thing. I appreciate that too. Because it it actually not even that they're not up in their face, but they more make it a little bit non existent. I mean, as far as for like advertising it. As soon as like I boot up the game or like if I boot up the game, it's like here, log in the menu, and then there might be like a button press for like a news thing. I don't even think there is a news button while you're trying to log into it, but it loads the game and then you have the Pretty one much option immediately of, in the game. Yeah, you, you load into the game and then you're playing the game. There's yeah, nothing it's else. Not like, yeah, it's not like here's here's this event happening or here's this thing happening and here's here's this here's a deal right now. Like exactly. they don't have any of that. I I've been through a couple of games where they're just like, here, let me give you twelve fucking announcements in one day telling you about this sale, this deal, we released new stuff, here's a new event, here's this, that, and the other thing for all this bullshit. Now you can play the game. No, this is they, they treated this like it's an actual game. So I'm I'm really happy this is the route that they took with it. That you actually have to put out effort to find the place to roll for like weapons and, and characters. Yeah. Um well uh did you have a, a another news segment? Um anything uh, in particular? Well, I mean there's I mean PlayStation, they're changing the way how trophies work. Oh fuck, that's right. I heard about that and I heard about that at work and I was like, I'm gonna sign in my place in into my PlayStation um and see what uh, my new score is. I never did. And actually, you know what? I'm gonna fucking do that right now as we're talking about it. Um Oh yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. it's live? I did yeah. not know that. No, okay. it's live. So um are you aware of the uh, of the guy or the uh, account called Wario sixty four? No. Oh. Um he posts like deals all day he po he reposts and um news all day like he i suggest following his account because he has he always posts a lot of good stuff all day and i don't know how the fuck he does it um but that was the one of the things he um he quote tweeted and he and reported on um well report is like a fancy word to put it but um he doesn't make a news article about it. He just does it all over, all on Twitter. And so when the uh, when the blog came out for it, he showed probably in the next hour or something what his score turned out to be. So it it's already live. I mean, for him, anyways. I figured that everybody else got it at the same time too. It's not like he has exclusive access to everything. Um, but yeah, like the they changed it. Because it used to be oh, um, levels... Oh, yeah, the change is live. Um, the, the, it used to be uh, trophy levels 1 through 100, or 1 through 99. Now oh, it's, shoot, I'm 301. <laughs> now it's 1 to 999. So all of your trophies... Uh, um, all of your trophies have different weights to them. And... Uh, there's, like, different levels of bronze trophies. There's different levels of silver and gold and platinum trophies. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if I have to, like, 
update it like right here like did you do it from the website or did you do it yeah, from I'm, your... I'm on the website and i'm looking at all my friends trophies and all that oh i thought i had to do it from like my playstation that's why i thought about that i had to log in um well i already have it up but um yeah that's, that's actually the only thing i know that there, there were different symbols for like the the bronze silver and gold trophies but i don't really i didn't really understand about that did you get any of that or read into any no. of that not really i don't know too much about it other than uh well the thing it thing is is that i think like it's based on like like the it said something like here let me see players will progress quicker through early levels and levels are increased more consistently platinum trophies will count more towards your level progression making it even more valuable New trophy icons. So there's tiers within tiers. So bronze, there's like three tiers of that. Silver, there's three tiers of that. Gold, three tiers of that. And platinum, there's one. Okay, so uh, it turns out that like after my... Uh, <laughs> after I moved all of my shit out and then moved it back in from like the fires and then uh, because also my PS4 controller is synced up to my computer... I don't have any of my stuff uh, connected. Even my PlayStation's not connected to the internet anymore. So you know what? I'm just going to try to log into the PlayStation site and then do it from there. So, um, Well, you don't need to do anything. I think it's just done it automatically. Right, but I got to log into the website first to be able to view it. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we'll get that. <laughs> I mean, we'll get my no new trophy score in a second, but I, I don't... I don't even remember what score I had in the first place. Um, let's see. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I think it's a it's a good step because um, I, I remember a long time ago that, and I'm not sure if this same thing holds true, um, even with the the different way that the trophy system works, but it became harder the fur like the higher your level was yeah and that holds true still i believe so like they said they said like you should go through bronze relatively quickly oh, okay and um, when i mean relatively like it's i'm i'm guessing it's still it's still work but it's like when you when you start get hitting silver and gold, like that's when that's when you're on a journey. Ah, so my trophy level changed to four hundred two. Mm. I'm not really sure what that says, but whatever. It's a big yeah. number to me. Uh, let's see. Oh, Dude. you want to know something cool? I do. Yeah. Cyberpunk actually hit gold status. Oh yeah, I heard about that too. Um, there, there was actually a, a thing about that too about um Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and CD Projekt Red. Um, it fucking the news about it hitting gold. What like forty five days, forty days before the app? No, sorry, fifty days, fifty days before release. Um. It seems like that's cut, kind of cutting the line. <laughs> I would think so, anyways. Um, 
but uh, well, they did go through a lot of delays they did and they're also on another crunch until the game was released so part of this is a little bit misconstrued so they're um i don't get that is it for a different game because no because when you when you hit gold that means it's done uh well okay so it, there's a little bit of um misconception about that because uh or some people forget about this you the game goes gold right and the game the game is being printed on the disc but the crunch is still there for the day one patch you know Oh yeah, I suppose so. Like for, I think this is like get it got rid of all the level three bugs. Exactly. Um, the other thing being that you, well, like you can install from the disc. You still have that first patch, and then you have people that are still testing out the game and possibly still testing out the game, and then uh, probably adding more polish to it. Then um if they catch something they can add that to the patch but it's also like it's development for stuff that they catch between now and then say like a couple weeks after the game is launched plus they're also doing um post-game content they have dlc content that's gonna be free um it's it's not any paid dlc so everybody's gonna get that so they're working on that plus they said that they're adding a multiplayer portion to the game that's going to be released next year but we don't have any details of what that is so of course they're like they're still working um it's just like they have to i'm I'm going to assume that this crunch until the game is released or a little bit before the game is released is because of the day one patch um and uh it was stated by the president or ceo head honcho of CD Projekt Red, that he was like, I'm not going to put my workers to crunch again. Um, and that this has been blown up. Like, you said this, you said this, you said this. And it's like, it's true. And he did say this, that like, we have to go on crunch again. Um, however, um, it's not that it's the it's crunch that is not compensated. They are compensated for it. And it's not, and I'm not... And it's not the type of type of compensation of like, well, here's like your overtime or some shit like that. It's like, no, like here is your time that you put in towards the week. Then there's overtime. And then because we have to do crunch again, then here's like even more. So he they're paying out and giving more um, of more benefits or uh, more. Um, compensation. Yeah, compensation. They're giving more compensation for do, having to do this last minute yeah last minute crunch um the other thing being is that several workers and this is something that i that i watched i watched a um a snippet of uh, of this um where and it hasn't been denied since unless like somebody wants to throw this at me where um the people that are working on this and that have to do this crunch none of them are opposed to this like there hasn't been like, well, fuck this shit. Like, uh, like, and uh, money speaks, huh? Yeah. Well, th- here's the thing: money speaks. And the other thing, I, here's something that I think is something, and that I want to s- read between my own lines while I'm I'm thinking about this. They don't want this game to be pushed back again, even though that it got gold. It, it went gold. Like, 
because the crunch happened before the game went gold. So because they're able to do this and they're meeting like the day one patch or whatever, they I think part of the reason was like, well, we don't want like this game to come out buggy because there's gold and like we don't want the integrity. We just don't we didn't want the game delayed again. And then the game went gold and now I'm thinking like uh like probably for the day one patch. So it was that's when I started this, I said cutting the line of like like 50 days until the game is supposed to come out and then it went gold and in between like the announcement that they have to go on crunch and then it went gold it's that's really cutting that line so they they're they're gonna they are getting the job done but it's you know there's a, a lot of stuff that's at play and because they're all fine with it I think because they're all fine with it, one of two things. Either they are really dedicated to this project and they want to see it done, they're really proud of it, or they're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> so um, you never know. You never know. But uh, yeah, I mean, if the workers are fine with it, then I should, I'll be fine with it. Exactly. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the treatment is like, but like if the, but that sounds like the treatment's actually good that they're experiencing. <laughs> Fucking far better than any American company that goes on crunch. Like it, you go o overseas and the the quote crunch time or whatever, usually better compensated. Almost 90% of the time better compensated and with more amenities to like help the workers out than companies in america so we hear about all those horror stories all the time so um I'm, oh yes yeah. yeah uh switching topics back to the ps5 uh we actually see, saw a teardown video this week like a very asmr-ish teardown video <laughs> Okay, uh, the fan on... The, I've only seen, like, a couple of pictures, but is the fan huge on that? Uh, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I will say this. It, uh... I actually don't know, but... Uh, what, what's, what's great about this is, like... He's, like... They, they explain, like, oh, yeah, if you want to do an expandable storage, you have to take apart this, 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 and this. And here's the slot for the solid stage. <laughs> <laughs> but which also comes into question that this means that the you know if people don't like the white uh, uh exterior you can always swap it out oh, okay you can always swap it out but um there are they selling third or are they selling I'm guessing there's going to be third party people that's just going to be selling like se selling the exterior yeah that, that white part um and the, i think it's pretty cool that they did um explain the teardown and they made it manageable to to like take yeah it apart. Well, what's weird is that like us as pc builders right like mm -hmm. we know how to deal with this um with teardowns right mm -hmm. um it's like i think like the the casuals and the normal console people right they think like how like you know when people say like you know when they're building PCs and stuff like that they think like they're we're doing like this weird like soldering thing and then like it's like okay we have to take this wire and like solder it onto this one PCB 
point right here and stuff like that. Like that's like the image that they people seem to get, right? Mm -hmm. For non PC people, like I talked to some of my um, console friends, and they that's what they have like this idea of building a PC is like, right? Yeah, and um, I mean, it, I uh, I've talked to one of my friends um the other day who's building his pc for the first time uh soon ish and um and really like after watching a few videos and like you know seeing um just how the pieces fit and um how you're just supposed to do this or that um the first time that i built a pc i invited a friend over who has built a computer before um and i was like I invited him over just because, like, if I needed help with anything and just to, like, show me what to do. And it turned out that the only thing he did was tell me, no, keep going, you're doing great, because I just did everything myself, and it was just easy. Um, and this was 2009? 2010? Um, mm -hmm. And so, like... It, obviously like computer parts yeah all it all is time, is just a lot a lot it's just connectors most of it mo mostly exactly it's it's probably it's not soldering anything it's not like no rewiring anything all it is is just connect things where it fits exactly it's actually it, i would more put it as like it's a expensive puzzle project like yeah it, it's that expensive you, can, you should not mess up on <laughs> right you should not mess up on but like it, you're just it's a puzzle game it's 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 a it's a puzzle thing you're putting pieces together and it's literally all it is mm -hmm. um oh but like i i saw this joke over twitter like about changing from a horizontal to a vertical on the, on the PlayStation 5 and I watched like a sped up video and it seems like that it was not necessarily a, it was, yeah, that, that it was a process. It was somewhat of a process of like, here, like you unscrew this, here's a storage for the screw. You do this, that, and the other thing, and then you turn it and then you put it right here and then that's it. And then the next post or the post said, um, that was talking about it was like, wow, putting it vertical where have I seen that for before? It's just so easy, and it's the PS2, and <laughs> fucking they just had it horizontal, and then they just just put it right right up, and it's, yeah, it's unnecessarily complicated, but um, but the fact that they are giving that stand to you, um, mm -hmm. within the box, fucking I I do like that because the PS4 was not like that, the PS2 was not like that, or sorry, PS3 was not like that either. Um, meanwhile, like the, the original and the like slim version, I mean, y you didn't necessarily need a stand for it, but the stand didn't come with it and the stand screwed into the PlayStation three. So, um, I mean, I, I just find it better that they give you the stand with the console if you wanted it. So. Yeah. Um, Aside from that, there's something that you and I probably will get excited about is AMD's CPU announcement. Um, did you watch it? I did not, but I saw a bunch of like the graphs and the uh, the different things about the AMD, uh, the new Zen 3 uh, 
yeah the one thing i, I watched kept... it and i was like oh my god intel is so fucked <laughs> <laughs> the the one thing about the the well now it's the 5000 because they're skipping 4000 like as a number series altogether. Mm -hmm. um but now it's the uh the amd ryzen 5000 series um it doesn't come with a stock cooler uh because they said it's for the enthusiasts well well this was a gaming presentation it's not like oh here's an amd cpu presentation no this was an amd gamers presentation so the fact that like it was this was the specific market that they were pointing towards every one of them that is making or upgrading their uh their gaming rig is already gonna have or is going to get a custom cooler yeah so. that's what they're that, that's what the expectation is and then they're like yeah this like now it's like saying we we're we're really good at gaming uh we're we're taught we're better at gaming we're better at um you know like software rendering we're better at doing heavy workload stuff like that's not gaming and it's like saying it's like saying yeah we totally defeated intel right here it, i mean it, it seems like it, it totally... and it's 50 dollars more than the intel products and it's like saying yep you have the right to do that now <laughs> um now they have price points for all those right Mm-hmm. okay so please tell me what price the uh ryzen okay so how many versions of the seven are there ryzen seven for this uh, Zen 3? I don't remember. Okay. I, I watched it the day of, and I woke up late, so I had to, I, 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 I watched it, like, after. Um, okay, but, like, I was thinking I was seeing price ranges of about, like, $300, or $280, or something like that. Okay, so, do you want the 7 or the 5? The 7. Okay, the seven is four forty nine. Oh, four forty nine. Yeah, got it. Okay, the five is the five. This fifty six hundred is three uh, two ninety nine. Holy shit, that is a huge price difference. Um, and then what about the nine? The nine. Okay, so there's two nines, right? There's the fifty nine hundred X and the fifty nine fifty. The fifty nine hundred is five forty nine. Okay. And the uh, 5950 is 799. Got it. Okay. Um, I wanted to know these prices because I got my Ryzen 7 3800X last year in November, like for like uh, Black Friday or whatever the fuck. Um, and I spent $330 on that and I was on sale. Um, yeah. And I was wondering, like, fuck, did I just like. Did I not wait long enough? <laughs> but no, uh, I yeah, and it's coming November fifth. Yeah, all of it. That's crazy. It's but like it, in, when it comes to like core count and like core frequency, like Intel still wins. However, AMD says, "Forget that. We have more instructions per clock IPCs, which is way more important." Uh, it, and it's also the um, this is their step into. Five nanometers too. Is it? I'm oh, pretty I damn still sure. On seven. Huh? No, I I saw five. Like definitely, like look this up because I was seeing five nanometers. Um, essentially, what this means is that like the same optimized seven nanometer processor as the Ryzen XT models. Got it. Okay, 
I don't know. I, I I thought it was five nanometers, but essentially the reason why that would be a big difference uh, as well is because it means that all of the the pathways for everything is closer together, which takes less time. Um, so you're able to get all of your information faster, like through the processor. Yeah. Unfortunately, all of these processors is not hitting that magic boost number of five gigahertz. Eh, yeah, but the thing is, is this still is a huge hit this is a huge knockout for like processors amd's been um doing very well for the past four years five years and yeah it's only they're all yeah this is to show like they're they're really really pushing this uh, pushing their processing department really far because they're like because intel is still on the double digit uh nanometers and they're gonna be super far behind if they don't step up their game yeah um not only this this is a huge show for like battling against intel but considering the amount of um the amount of uh performance over intel this is gonna have you then have to not necessarily equate then you have to kind of um extrapolate your thought of what does this mean for their next um, video cards, their big Navi, um, the next uh, Radeon 6000 yeah, cards. We're going to find that out in, like, what, 17 days from today? Yeah. M- maybe. Yeah, maybe 17 days. It's really soon, but... Yeah, they said the 28th. I've been seeing articles about um, AMD's, um, like, not. it wasn't a leak. It was just that they were teasing about um games running at 4k ultra on like a few games and what the frame count oh, yeah, was they did, yeah they did that at the end of this presentation okay all right so um and i was like saying yeah it looks like a video game to me yeah <laughs> this is not telling me much but yeah it looks like a video game but the uh but the numbers for the frames too like at 4k ultra like modern warfare was 62 or 63 average frames i think um the Shadow of the Tomb Raider was also tested, and then there was another one that was tested. I forget what it was. Um, but the uh, the entire point of all this is it's supposed to... People are trying to draw conclusions from all of this information that is only just like, here, let, me get, let us give you some numbers, is um, being in competition with the RTX 3080. And it's kind of like a wait and see. Um, to see if it holds true, if it how yeah. good it right is. Right now, all we got were numbers and charts. Yeah. So we we don't know like how like we need to actually see it in you know people's hands and like people's benchmarks online. Yeah, and I've never I, I've always like seen at uh, the Radeon and AMD cards as kind of like it. I think the world could probably attest this too. Is like th- that's like the secondary for like if you can't get an nvidia card you go for an amd card yeah um if you can deal with the drivers yeah if you can deal with the drivers um but if they're really they're pushing their game they're getting they have gotten a lot lot better so the once the big navi cards come out and we get a real representation of how they run I'm not going to say that, like, yeah, NVIDIA should be aware or not even, like, not even be scared, but, like, um, you know, it, it's competition between the two big markets, so. Yeah. 
And what's funny is that I did not know, um, well, I did not know Big Navi was a community-made name. Because Lisa Sue, she was like saying, you guys all called it Big Navi, which we, we just ended up adopting from <laughs> you guys. And I was like, oh, really? I did not know that this was a community-made effort of naming, naming the card. I had no idea either. I just, th those were the article names, uh, Big Navi cards, and I thought that's just the official, like, name of it. Yeah, well, it became official. <laughs> we created the name. Yeah, it's kind of like how, yeah, some cartoons, like, I'm going to call it My Little Pony. Like, they, they actually take fan-made fan stuff and they actually put it in their cartoons. Oh, okay. I didn't know that either. Uh, I don't really have anything else unless you, you do. I have a couple this things. It's kind of dry for me. Um... Guilty Gear Strive did a, like a lot of information um last night and uh but before getting into all that information um I'll touch on to uh, a couple of things um actually one thing that interests the both of us um Final Fantasy 16 um likely isn't ages away as basic development and scenario production is already done um and it's because it, it, one of the quotes here is most of our staff are carrying out their work remotely. Um, Makes as, sense. Yeah. Uh, the, um, let's see, what does it say here? Uh, the developers have already completed basic development scenario production with most of their staff carrying out work remotely. Uh, right now, the team is working on large-scale resources and boss battles, as well as large-scale cutscenes and stages fields. In other words, uh, most of the story seems mapped out. They just need to fill in the details. This is basically a done deal when it comes to the framework of the game, so there probably won't be a Versus 13-style complete works for, at this point. Um, it's kind of like a small thing, but it means a lot, because when we saw the Final Fantasy 16 trailer, um, we were like, oh man, like, like we know this is not going to be a launch title. Like, There's a lot to this game already, but how much of this is bull shots and how much of the game is really complete, right? Like, we're probably not going to see this until uh, some people would have said, like, late... A few years. Well, yeah, some people... Yeah, like, not for, like, a few years. But when um, Yoshi P came out and was like, this is all in-game render. Like, th th this, this is all done in-game. Yeah, entire that don't trailer. mean much to me. I want to see gameplay. <laughs> well, that's the thing, because the gameplay was there. We yeah, got, we but, got... it, it, but then like I think I think he misunderstood because when I was listening to him he was like or when I was reading up on that like in in the Japanese articles too it says something like oh that's what the western audience wants we want they wanted to see renders and I was like saying no we want to see gameplay more no <laughs> wait no that, that that's the opposite of what was translated from what I heard what I heard was that the westerners don't want rendered cutscenes they wanted um they wanted in-game renders. They wanted to see more of yeah, like yeah, what the product looks like. No, that's exactly what I said. Like I said, I said, um, I said, like, yeah, the, we can see we can see renders all we want, right? Like, like, like real-time renders and stuff like that. But then, like, you can show all that. It look it, it may look nice, even if it was like you know real-time rendering. Um, 
I want to see how the game is played. Right. And but what I'm saying is that that is exactly what he said, too. Like Westerners want to see not renders in game like they want to see in game engine footage, what gameplay looks like. That it, that's what he said. That's what I found from a translation. So, but that's also what we got in that trailer was in-game renders and what the battle Very little looks like. gameplay. Yeah, the, the, yeah, but I feel like they showed more of the in-game renders than the actual gameplay. That trailer. The yeah, they they showed the in-game engine like the cutscenes for it. Um and a little bit of the gameplay. I no, nah, yeah, I I understand that. Um it's still one of those things of that this game is not that far off. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not going to be that we saw this trailer and then now we're not going to see a final product for, like, three years. We may see it in the next year and a half. Year and a half. So, um, probably 2022. I'm, I would just say early 2022. And that's hopeful thinking, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, short thing. Um, uh, the Mortal Kombat X, or sorry, Mortal Kombat 11. Fucking, I read Xbox Series X. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 got their uh, Combat Pack 2 announcement, um, which contains Melina. Everybody's been yelling about Melina. Um, Rain. Now they can always now now they can all fap to a <laughs> girl that can actually bit, bite your thing off. Yep. Um and uh and God, John mount- Rambo. And Rambo. Um Rain is a part of the uh combat pack too, and he hasn't been in a game since uh he was in I don't think he was in MKX. Maybe he was, but I think the last game was Eight, the eighth one, or nine? I don't know. I, I forget. I I, I, I I haven't really followed Mortal Kombat for a long time. Um, but regardless, uh, it's it's another um ninja that it, like Sub Zero and Scorpion. Like the fact that we that a, a uh, not necessarily an old. Yeah, he's an oldie. He he uh, was first um in Mortal Kombat three, but um. He was also a somewhat of a favorite, and the fact that they're bringing another old character back is awesome. But the fact that there's Rambo, like, really? Um, it's so weird that, like, Rambo is going to be a, what seemingly th- seems to be, like, the last DLC character. Because they're only do th- doing three characters for this next uh, pack, whereas the, the first one was five. And, um, but this, I think there's, no, it only stated like three characters for this combat pack. Um, oh, that's the other thing. In combat pack one, they got a story expansion called Aftermath. So it's kind of weird that they're only doing just three characters for the second one. Um, but, uh, NRS has, um, sort of a history when they release DLC characters because it's like DLC characters end up end up kind of breaking the game, and they're like OP as fuck. Um, and hopefully this doesn't turn into another one of those like Rambo is now just he's just gonna range everybody and he's gonna fuck everybody's day up. Um, 
but then again, like eleven MK eleven has options um to getting away or getting around like the the range um with like teleports and um I think two people if not three have a um have an ignore uh projectiles um but anyways um everybody was thinking that it was going to be ash from the evil dead but it turns out no and even then even further uh someone from my chat was talking about um because ash did not necessarily an interview but he was talking online about what was going on and it turns out that there is an Ash vs. the Evil Dead game that's going to be coming out in 2021. Um, but <laughs> if anybody recalls from one of the first DLC announcements for MK11, people were like, oh man, there's like a chainsaw that you can hear at the end of like this trailer or whatever. And everybody was thinking, it's Ash from the Evil Dead and shit like that. Um, it, it's unfortunate that it's not. But... All the talk from last year about um, Ash saying that I'm in projects and vaguely saying that it was about video games, but I can't talk about it and stuff. People were thinking that it was MK11. And it turns out that no, there's actually an Ash vs. the Evil Dead game coming out. And the reason why it's taking so long is because, um, not a direct quote, but it, it here's the, uh, a rough translation of it. it it's that. Because games were coming out and things change, then the team was like, shit, we got to like change some things. We got to like update this and that and kind of like mold it as we go and making it for the better because we're seeing examples from other games. So that way we can um, make the best product that we can. And that's that's really what it is. So it's just taking um, time and care out of this uh, project for Hopefully what is a good Ash versus the Evil Dead game. Um, now, I don't know how much you care about this, but former, la former Borderlands and Torchlight devs established a studio for next-gen RPG called Probably Monsters. Oh, wait, Probably what? Monsters announced third studio. <laughs> um, but... Uh, the new studio is the third company to be established under the Probably Monsters umbrella, following Cauldron Studios and Firewalk Studios, and is already in the early stages of preparing its first title, a co-op RPG developed for next-gen platforms. So. Oh. But I don't really know what that says or how much of a hype there would be for this, because the first thing for me is that, like, because essentially Borderlands since after the first game has just gone downhill and I'm to, it's just because of script writing is really all it is because it can be fun and then they added in well two was the first yeah, I one. I feel like that's what the game was really focused on is this is the writing not yeah. much of the gameplay and that's kind of what sucks because when two came out people were finding out that oh there's like a loot grind and oh, there's these specific monsters that have a chance, a very small chance to drop a specific gun of a rarity and shit like that. And I don't know about Torchlight because I played probably like a couple hours of the first Torchlight and I thought it was a delight. I, I, I liked it. Um, but I'm hoping that 
a good game comes out of this because I mean as far as for Borderlands at the core concept it can be fun and then Torchlight as far as for a dungeon crawler is fun the first one anyways um I will so, say this about Torchlight the the d- d- drops at the time when I played it was much more rewarding than Diablo 3 Oof okay so now I I got a I got a bit more of a positive. I'm pretty sure light a lot of us. people agree with me that played both games. <laughs> so, I I think that something good might come out of this. So we'll have to we'll have to see about that. Um, oh, here's a something that cha- that's uh, that's changing up like an end of an era or like a very beginning of an era. Okay. Sony swapping X and O in uh, globally. Oh, that's right. I heard about this briefly. Um, so to give, give us context about all that. Okay, so in Japan, X means no, and circle means okay, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah, continue, or like, it's a good thing to have a circle, right? Um, but, you know, when you're, when you're in America, it's like X marks the spot and all that, right? So, like, that didn't make much sense to... Um, people in Japan, so like now they're saying like, you know what? Just to remove confusion, we're officially gonna swap out X and O as the default. As the default, yeah. Okay. And now globally, the bottom face button is now confirm. <laughs> that's oh yeah, that's right. Um, on Xbox, on PlayStation, on Nintendo uh on well and then fucking stadia and whatever the fuck else the bottom face button on the right side is now confirm all across the board that's wild um and it's actually kind of weird um because like i think that uh it's just this it's such a different way of like i think for it to take this long is fucking weird but it's also like they can't just you know change that within their system or i mean that's like that's like that's like well maybe it's at a very minor scale but then like i prefer i think the 10 number system that we're currently using around the world is stupid okay right like i think we should use a dual decimal system but then like it's kind of like trying to change everybody's minds but just for one country on how how like the system works but then again like when uh if you if the console or if the region is like Europe or South America or i mean everywhere that is outside of Japan i guess cuz i don't know if china follows the same like that circle means okay and yeah ex- i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know how China works when it comes to video games. So, like, but around the world, it just seems like uh, that the bottom face button X or A has always been the confirm button. I don't know. I I think it's just kind of weird that I'm like it, tilting my head left and right right now, <laughs> trying to think. Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly how the other regions are like. Right. But I think it's. I don't know. I, I feel like that this is something that didn't necessarily need to be done. 
I don't know why it's such a huge announcement, but also the other thing being, well, I know it's a huge announcement because it just changes the way, like, for Japan, but, um, why they felt like they had to do this. I feel like it's to prevent development from, like, taking that extra time to do it just for Japan. It's like saying, dude, you can save a lot of money doing this. I guess so, but I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a developer, but as far as for changing your button mapping, how hard is it to switch two buttons? Yeah, well, the thing is, is that let's, let's say you're making a game for every single game. Like you said, you have to, you have to, you know, for during the tutorials, like press the X button to continue, right? Like, no, now you have to switch it just for Japan to say like, you know, to remap that to like circle and then all the instruction booklet or maybe nobody uses booklets anymore but you know online guides like it's easy to just say like oh yeah press the x button instead of like having to like oh wait for japan we have to like search for ev uh, do for documentation like you have to search for every x button or every circle or, like to change that to a circle or vice versa if it's coming out of japan yeah a uh, different region code for like one region code, you have to switch two buttons and it's kind of more specific. I, I get it. And it just saves time and money for, I guess, every other developer that is not Japan. Eh, okay, I get it. Um, but it, it's kind of, yeah, you, like you said, that's kind of an end of an era. It's actually, it's an end of an era for Japan. And I don't know if, if that's just a meh. Or if that's just bad, because <laughs> I don't it, know. It be it's it's pretty big news, at least for me. <laughs> well, yeah, I I would assume so, but it it changes the way that like everybody kind of thinks. How confirm and cancel is going to be like? Yeah. Well, rip X and O, rip uh, hugs and, and kisses. A and B. And what? Oh, and A and B. Yeah, that's right. And A and B. Now uh, B is not confirmed. That's actually really weird to say. I can, like, I've already gotten used to for a while that X and O were switched. Like, back on, like, PS1. Like, I knew, like, way back then. But then thinking about, oh, now A, like, A and B is, uh, are now normalized. But, like, having to say, yeah, B is confirmed. I'm like, that, that's just weird for me to say. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo, like, yeah. And then what's even more confusing is that when you say, like, press X, it's like, and then, like, people who is used to Nintendo controllers are pushing the top button, and then people on the, the, the Xbox is pressing the left button, and then everybody on PlayStation is pressing the bottom button. <laughs> now it's just to get fucking Nintendo, uh, Xbox, and PlayStation. Well, maybe not PlayStation, because they're using shapes. But to get Xbox and Nintendo to fucking decide where X and Y are. <laughs> um, yeah, because Nintendo, like, they, they came out with the concept first, and then Xbox says, well, we'll, we'll use the same letters, we'll just switch it around. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's much more globally accepted now. So it's like saying, oh, who's going to win on that? Um, did you play any of the, uh, Fall Guys Season 2? No. Okay. I didn't even know that came out until, like, yesterday. Yeah, I, it came out, like, a few days ago, I think. 
Um, I tried it. Um, I played like a couple of the new levels. It's nice. Um, but do they uh, still have grab the tail? They do. Because I hate that one. Um. Oh, actually, they uh they have two game modes now that you can enter into. You can enter into like the normal sort of thing, or you can enter the gauntlet type. Which unfortunately, I don't understand what that means. I never looked into it, but because like my only knowledge of like season two was, hey, here's season two. Uh, here's like a couple of new levels, and then my menu options of normal or the gauntlet. Um, so, but when I tried the gauntlet, I was like not really feeling it. <laughs> um, and I don't, I still don't understand like what changed even after I played that. Uh, so, okay, Fall Guys Gauntlet Showdown is a limited time races only playlist. So it's it's really just race to the finish modes or levels. Mm, okay. So you'll like that one. That one's up for like another four-ish days. I don't know if they're going to like just remove that option completely, like the second option, or if they're just going to replace it with something else. Uh, but it's games like Egg Scramble, Fall Ball, Team Tail Tag. Um, those are gone. That type of stuff. And like soccer, okay. yeah, I like skill based ones, like that hexagon one, mm, like the jumping one. Yeah, the jumping one, or like the one that you know, like when you're on top of the platform, it just disappears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those. Um, maps like Dizzy Heights, Fruit Shoot, Seesaw, Slime Climb, the Whirly Gig, and other obstacle course races are the only ones you play if you select the Gauntlet. Mm. So, yeah, maybe you'll have a, a little bit more fun with this game mode. Hopefully, they like they decide to keep it as an option, uh, like next week or after next week. But as soon as like I played like two or three rounds of Fall Guys, I was immediately like, I think I'm done. Um, not like with the game entirely, but I just wanted to put it down mm-hmm. because it, and it's. What really discouraged me was not really like just losing, but what discouraged me was my progress in the season. Because I played like the first round that I played, I got my first levels and I got to level two. And I was like, okay, that's nice. I'll play another. And then I played another one and I got to maybe halfway into level two. And I was like, eh, okay. It's not really much progress. And then I tried playing again and I. Don't even think I got to level three, and I was like, you know, what? I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just the the di- it's not disappointment. It's more like the foreseeing of how much time I have to spend into it to start actually getting anywhere into that season. I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time. Um, yeah, you got other things. You can play other games. Yeah. Plus, also, this game is so much more fu- fun with friends. <laughs> um. So anyways, yeah, because you guys are like yelling at each other and then all of a sudden cheering for each other. Exactly. The other thing is also like it. I mean, the last time I did play this with friends, I was also like, I mean, this is very particular for me, but I was like, I was drinking a little bit. And that was that was a lot of fun, like playing games with friends and like having some like just drinking a bit, too, and just feeling like that I was 
in the same room as them and just having like a community time, it was nice. So, um, Resident Evil Origin Story movie reboot. Okay, you're gonna have to explain this because I don't know what this is. You don't know what this is, so they're rebooting the Resident Evil movies with. All right, let me let me look up the cast. Okay. Wait, you said, but you say origins. Yeah. But what is Resident Evil Origins different from like the mainline Resident Evil series? I believe so. I mean, Claire. Uh, like, so I think the so the the characters is going to be focused on Claire, Chris, and and Jill. Not not Milos. <laughs> Resident Evil reboot with Marvel stars. I'm not okay, sure. So yeah, so this is how I I can see right. Um, so God, I don't know how how can I pronounce these names. Kaya Scodelario. Yep. As Claire Redfield, I can see that. I mean, I see your picture. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can totally see that. Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield. I can see that. Hannah uh, Joe Heyman. No, I can't see that as Jill. Oh, they're they're looking through like people to play as Claire. No, I think that I think the. Oh, sorry, you said Jill. Yeah, Jill. <laughs> I yeah. heard Claire twice, and I was like, "Wait, are no, they no, still?" Hannah Joe Heyman as Jill. And I have a hard time seeing that. Uh, I mean, so is, this is going to go back to like Resident Evil 1, right? I don't know. This is, this is a reboot. Yes, but then you say Resident Evil movie series reboot. And I think, okay, so we're starting at Resident Evil 1. <laughs> Probably. I think this is going to follow the actual games more. I fucking hope so. Um. So, Hannah as Jill. What I will say is that what will work is, like, because Jill is, how do I put this? She's more toned. Jill is more toned. Like, she actually looks, and, and again, this is like a Capcom and like from a video game or whatever the fuck. But from the remake, like the up version of Resident Evil 1, Jill actually looks like she came out of stars. She, like, has training. But then again, mm -hmm. um, if you've ever seen um, these stories of people uh, who try to get, like, these roles uh, and, the, and the shit that they go through, there, who was it? There was specifically someone that went, that went through a couple of roles where he first was really really skinny like emaciated and then within like a year he bulked up so fucking hard and it was like this huge change i forget which actor this was but it can be done so um i i would say that like as far as for just jill or i'm sorry for the way that like hannah's face and everything like that i i mean i could believe that um Anyways, um, yeah, and I can see Tom Hopper from you know from the he, I, I saw the first time I actually recognized him is Umbrella Academy. 
as Albert Wesker. I'm like, <laughs> how fitting. I'm like, uh, I guess I can kind of see that. <laughs> how fitting. Tom Hopper, who is in Umbrella Academy, playing Wesker, who works for Umbrella, who eventually works for Umbrella. <laughs> no, like he, that's a good pick. That was definitely a good pick for Wesker. Yeah, um, I was. I had to like think about it at first. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. I feel uh, like he's he's a little bit too buff for Wesker in my mind, at least. But I then, can I can see that. Robbie, yeah, I can see that. And Avon Jogia, Jogia. I, I don't know how to say his last name. As Leon S. Kennedy, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I have to. Uh, a lot of these names are stuff like, that I don't recognize, so I'm looking at this all on the fly. Um, but. Fuck, I'm trying to find this. It was in Zombieland. I mean, you say Zombieland, but I don't know which guy it was. Um, what the fuck? No. He does not look like Leon. What are you talking about? I don't know. That's a, yeah. That is a no-sell yeah, for I, me. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, I cannot see you as Leon. The way you talk, the way... Like your personality or no, energy. No, okay, you know, okay. Uh, Resident Evil Four. You remember Lewis? Yeah. Okay, so like I'm I'm looking at a um more of um, uh professional shot of him, and mm -hmm. this one shot right here that I'm seeing, he looks more like he looks uh, like 99% Lewis in this one picture. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like <laughs> saying, dude, I feel like this guy is more Lewis than Leon. Um. <laughs> uh... I mean, they, they almost had it. They almost had a four for four. Um, but anyways, uh, as far as for, like, the fact that the Resident Evil uh, movies are getting a reboot, I am 100% for this. Um, even if, like, I mean, especially since it's with new actors. Yeah, if the, if the character focuses on the characters that we recognize. Right. Um... And they actually make it, like, suspenseful in horror. Like, there, there's... It's kind of funny, because, like, when you... As far as for, like, Resident Evil uh, as a game franchise, you remember playing 1 and 2 and 3, and then, um... Actually, wait a minute. So, if... Uh, oh, that was Rebecca. Rebecca was in Zero. Never mind. Um... But anyways, you look through... You, uh, remember back from one, two, and three, and then you, when you think about putting those in movie adaptation, going, I'm bringing about Unchief Productions kind of a mentality and uh, and thought on this, but like, how much could you translate translate that into a movie? Because a lot of it is like it's just suspense, but I wonder how much of this is gonna be like more of focusing on. Like the plot of the mansion, or uh, between the characters, like how much of the zombies are there, like the discovery of, um, well, of course they're gonna discover like the the lab, but then like when it comes down to like the reveal that there's hunters or like different stuff, like the pacing kind of has to be right, and mm -hmm. the uh, well, I mean everybody that has played Resident Evil, they're the ones that are going to be watch mainly watching this series. So it's not really gonna be a surprise, but more of 
how much of a how much entertainment this is as far as for uh like switching it and shifting it to a movie format yeah so, i mean if you think about it resident evil like the games they don't have a whole lot of plot most of the time you're doing is playing the game right and then the right. plot is there right but um so i feel like yeah you can fit an entire game into a single movie because a lot of the time you're actually like shooting zombies or dodging or possibly dying and restarting a part right right a lot of your hours are put into those and then like if you only took out like dialogue or if you only took out yeah took out dialogue and placed those into a movie with some action sequences yeah like that that would possibly fit into a movie or two for a single game yeah like the dialogue i mean as far as for resident evil 1 i'm pretty sure that with all of the dialogue and text and not even talking about like what they thought about this puddle that's on the ground um but uh, the important text you probably could fit maybe just like an hour yeah if that so yeah, resident evil 1 and 2 is not meant to be a long game you should be able to beat that in a single day right um so yeah maybe and then you you, you add in like those drawn out parts for like suspense or uh maybe even for like trying like the character kind of i don't know figuring out what to do or w what where things are going i think one of the things about uh the about resident evil as far as for like one and two is that you don't really get much of like the backstory of these characters you get like you get lines, sure, you and you do learn that. Oh yeah, that Jill and Chris were were in an elite force with Wesker, and um, here's a couple of the other crewmates and stuff, and they became a uh, part of Stars. But then, like, no sort of history kind of goes into like these characters. Um, so they could also, if they really wanted to, fill in time by like, um, sort of re. Or not replaying, but like talking about or showing a scene or two of maybe something they went through when they were a, like before a part of Stars. I don't know. You never know. I don't mind retelling of the same uh, same games, right? Like mm -hmm. as long as it's not like a carbon copy of it. Oh yeah, totally. I'm. I would be totally fine. Like, it, like if it's like a major event, I want that to be the same. But then you know, like. But then, like, how they approach it, like, I don't mind that to be different or a retelling of it. Yeah, and there was something, this is reminding me of something, because I, I wish I could f remember the movie or the show that did it, but it what, what I'm trying to remember is there was a thing that happened, as long as the main key points and details and spots like like all those those things that i just said they happen together like at the same time the 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 moment like what happens where it happens and what is said happen in at, in one time um as long as though those key scenes happen then i would say that you could fudge away with a, a 
some of the in-betweens, and it's still the same thing. It's fine. You're able, that's how you're able to translate a game into a movie. Um, I don't think it was The Witcher. But a lot of the key details in The Witcher series did were a part of the book and or the game from what I recall, because when I played The Witcher 2 and 3, there were there were bits and pieces of dialogue that were said about Yennefer um, and, um, and Geralt that I, that when watching the series, I was like, oh yeah, like I remember this from the game. Like this is like important details that actually carry on further. And this is something that actually happened in the games too. So, um, so yeah, as long as like those key spots happen within the, the, the movie, and within like each number of the game, then that's all fine. I think actually what would better translate as far as any one of these games go into a movie is Resident Evil 3. I think Resident Evil 3 would much better. You could definitely take all of Resident Evil 3. I mean, as far as for the, re- the remake goes, my playthrough of it. And then you could almost translate that one for one what happens into a movie and you're, you're done. So, hmm. because a lot of that is actually just not necessarily going from, it is go, going from point A to point B, but it is running away. It is like sort of frantic stuff that's going on. And there's never really like a dull moment that happens within the three remake, unless you're like me, where it's just like, you're trying to figure out oh, like where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, like you're always running past zombies you're always finding something new you're always on like a different story beat or something new happens nemesis shows up not really that nemesis shows up frequently um and doesn't like chase you down throughout the entire game but when he does show up in the remake like it's an important step and it's an important point and then in between all that other stuff happens so that's why i feel like the three remake translates better into a movie one for one my own personal opinion. Um, you can totally fight me about that at at uh, on my Twitter. Totally at me at that because I would rather I would like Find to hear opinions at on that. Zeldrick at Zeldrick <laughs> on Twitter. Um, but uh, anyways, long winded. I'm excited for this reboot. All right. Um, I think we should start closing this out. Okay. Um, I mean, I. There is uh, some Guilty Gear um, news that dropped last night. Uh, but like, okay, it, quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, the announce date, announcement date of the release uh, is... Uh, it, um, they did it last night. It's April 9th. Um, they have a ultimate uh, early edition... Or they have an ultimate collector's edition. That is, you get um, early access to the game, but it's only the offline portions. Um, and... Uh, there's a. They also added a new character called. Um, her name is Giovanna, and she looks really cool. And she looks like that. She came out of a different fighting game, like King of Fighters or some shit. And um, uh, and she's all. She doesn't have a weapon, but she's all punches and kicks. But she. The cool thing about her is also that she has a some sort of like ghost, wind, wolf, whatever the fuck. And the it's really stylized. She looks really cool. Um, and possibly a tag system in the game that's really different for guilty gear we don't know if it's going to be in the base in the actual like game in your matches or if it's only in story we don't know there is just a lot of unexplained stuff uh 
Also, there were some UI changes. Um, and it's not huge changes, but they did make it better. Um, a little bit more stylized, just a tiny bit. Um, so that looks real nice. And uh, I think that was it. They they also have like gameplay footage of how matches go and just just stuff of like how the characters are playing out or whatever. Just more gameplay stuff uh, that was posted too. Um, and yeah, uh, all the characters that are almost actually yeah, almost all the characters were shown and um all their styles and stuff. Also, the other thing was that um the uh we don't have a date on the next beta test but this has also been said and it's just a reminder that um the next beta test the next online test is supposed to have the rollback netcode so hopefully that's really good um and also hinted at the trailer is um Saul does have a dragon install um hopefully uh because as far as for the beta goes he didn't have a dragon install but and hopefully they are adding more moves. Uh, so, uh, that's that seems about it. All right, you want to start closing out? What sure. Going to be doing for the next week. Um, then this next week, uh, I will actually please keep up on my Twitter because uh, that's when I I'm actually trying to be more. Actually, not trying to be. I am. I am more pro pro proactive when it comes to posting my schedule as far as for when I'm going to go live on Twitch. Um, so uh, follow me at Zeldrick on Twitter so you can see that schedule. Uh, this week is just going to be more Resident Evil 7. Um, and as the thing is, is, as much as I would like to stream it, the uh, Final Fantasy 14 5.35 update is happening which is the Bajda Citadel or the Bajda Southern Front, which is going to take up a lot of time. Um, and uh, so if there is a time where I'm just like, I don't, I would rather play Final Fantasy 14 than stream Final, or than stream Resident Evil 7, um, then I'll probably do that. Otherwise, like I'll get through Resident Evil 7 much quicker than I thought, because that's also a surprisingly short game. Um, so you can catch me at Twitch at Zeldrick. All right. And then you can find me at twitch.tv slash jsharpie and on Twitter, jsharpietv. And then you can look for me on jsharpie on, uh, one of my five YouTube channels. So I will, I will, I'm going to continue playing Republic. I'm probably going to finish it up this, like in, in a single sitting or two. And I'm going to continue. Oh. I, I'm going to guess my friends wants, want, going to want to continue playing um, uh, uh, Star Wars. So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to... I got Fate Tactics. So I want to try that game out because it was from the Humble, Humble Monthly. So that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play... I, I want to I see if I can play that. And I'm probably going to continue playing Genshin Impact too. So yeah, that is it for this week. Hopefully we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please, 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 please like, favorite, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening to on. It only takes two seconds, maybe not even two seconds to do so, especially if you're on a mobile device. Just tap on that like button. If you got friends that like these diverse gaming conversations, share the podcast with your friends too. See you guys next week.